Hello, hello, peace and blessings, beautiful, wonderful people. Welcome back to Philosophy with Z. I'm so glad you're here with me today as we continue on our journey of The Greatest Secret by Rhonda Byrne. I am Zalika Akila, and I will be your guide on this journey. And this is the chapter that gives us the great reveal. It's actually called The Greatest Secret Revealed. And so, I'm going to just give it to you right now so we don't have to wonder throughout this episode. The greatest secret is that you are awareness. I am awareness. Actually, literally, I am awareness. You say it now. I'm awareness. And what does that really mean? Well, let's get into it because this is an extensive chapter. I listen to the audiobook and I read the physical book. And I kind of go back and forth and I make notes and all that good stuff. And I have my audio on 2.5 times the normal speed of talking. And it still took 24 minutes to listen to this chapter. And it goes from like page 19 to 46, actually 47. Yeah, this is a pretty thick chapter. <laughs> But that's because this is the answer. And so what this means, I am awareness. To me, this just means that I, well, let me say what she means. This is what I believe that she means because I'm still kind of figuring it out. I'm still kind of coming to terms with this truth, if you will. I'm still on the journey of awareness, awakening. Like they have a part in here that lists all the different things that you can call it in um, in all the different spiritual texts and things like that. They call it awareness, awake awareness, consciousness, cosmic consciousness, being, Buddha nature, Christ consciousness, God consciousness, spirit, the self, infinite being, infinite intelligence, unlimited being, true nature, true self, presence of God, presence, presence awareness, pure consciousness, pure awareness, and many others. But really, all they're describing is awareness itself. That's what you are. That's what we are. And so what she is putting across to us, what she wants us to understand is that awareness is who we really are. And that means that we are unlimited because when we identify with being a person, just being a human being only and being mental only, being in our minds only, that causes this limitation because literally our physical bodies and our minds have limitations. And it's really a biological necessity I would say that this is a thing. And some might say that it's the ego. I, I think the ego is like the psychological version of this. But really, our brains are wired to keep us safe and keep us alive. So that's what they're going to do. And so our minds, I kind of picture my mind being within my brain just because I think up here, I don't know. I wonder if other people think that way. If they they picture their mind in their 
head. I, I just kind of assumed. I don't know. Let me know. Let me know where you think. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm making it too complicated. But when we think only that we are limited by our bodies and our minds, then we live limited. They, they talk about in here that our, our thoughts have a hypnotic effect on us that keeps us in our heads, oblivious to awareness. But if we drop this blindfold, drop the mind, then we can actually see the truth. And it's just kind of difficult, I guess, to ascertain this truth because it's not visible. It's so close that we can't see it. Sean G. Murphy would say that it's closer than your skin because it's actually, it's observing the skin. It's aware of the skin. She talks about how our, that just for a, mat, for a moment, imagine that you have no body or mind. Take away your body, take away your mind, take away your name, take away your life story, your entire past. Take away all memory, beliefs, and all thought, and notice what is left. What is left is simply awareness. That part of us that was born into this body, the part of us that remembers being five years old, going to school for the first time, part of us that remembers kicking a soccer ball for the first time, going to middle school for the first time and driving a car for the first time, having our first kiss. All of these are different versions of us. They're different persons that we have embodied temporarily. Who observed all of that? I did. Awareness did. That great consciousness observed it all through me, through my eyes, through my perception through my awareness. And so what I gather from this, what I have come to embody over the last couple years since I first read this book is that I have the ability to zoom out. I kind of zoom out and I don't focus as much on the little things on the things that I perceive as problems or annoyances, things that bother me. Granted, honestly, it it does hit me initially. I I will have an emotional reaction. And from that, I can decide to keep living in that emotion, being that emotion, or I can decide to be in a different emotion. I get to do that. And she even talks about how we we go through these different emotions. I'm looking for the part. We go through these different emotions. We experience these different emotions, but we can't really say that I am angry or I am irritated or even that I am kind. I am loving or I am frustrated or I am happy really all of these things are just temporary feelings that we experience based on typically external circumstances and i am here before during and after that feeling arises and 
I am experiencing these for that moment, but I'm not changing based on them. I am always ever present as the observer of them. And I really just really like rewind that if you need to. I really want to impress that upon you that we are simply the observers of our emotions. And as we get into this book more, she talks about how our feelings are feedback to let us know, are you observing the truth or are you observing something fleeting, something that is just meant to show up and show out and go? We'll get into that more later. But I just really love that she is talking about this and focusing on it so much because when we start to believe too much in this ideal of being a limited person, limited being, she says that we live in a state of lack, believing there's not enough, not enough money, not enough time, not enough energy, not enough love, health, or happiness. Or even worse, we believe that we are not enough. Just me who I am showing up today that I'm not enough. And that couldn't be furthest from the truth. None of that is true. In fact, it is the very opposite of the truth. But we can never have a true lasting happiness while we hold on to the belief that we're only a person. Really, the idea or the belief that we're only a person is just an ever persistent illusion. And it's, it's I don't want to say it's hard. Mm, it's a project. It's an opportunity, if you will. It's funny. I work for one of the biggest companies in the world. And in our job, whenever I used to be a person that trains people, and they wouldn't say, oh, you're not good at this, or you need to do better at this. They would say, oh, this is an opportunity. We have some opportunities for you to improve your work. And people would be like, okay, well, don't don't piss on me and call it rain. Just tell me that I'm not good at my job. But I so deeply appreciated this perspective that they gave us in calling it an opportunity. Wherever I am perceiving a lack or thinking I'm not good enough at something, okay, if that's what I want to believe, okay, whatever. So if that's my momentary belief, then how can I shift it? What can I do different? What can I do next? Because in reality, sometimes I am not the best performer in a role. And that's okay. That's what practice is for. Ooh, practice. I'm getting into that in a second. But that's okay if I'm not the best right now. Typically, I'm doing the best I can that for that day, for that moment. And if someone is telling me that, oh, you're missing the mark, I'm like, okay, that's that's fine. I I accept that you believe that. I'm aware. Whatever. I can move on. It's an opportunity because I can change the way that I'm looking at it. I can change the way that I'm acting and move forward from that. And so, like I said, the practice word, that just reminded me. We have this part in here, and it says that when we believe this voice in our head, it it creates creates our reality. Things like, I'm getting old, or I'm too tired, I can't do it, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough money, I'm not smart enough, blah, 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 blah. 
all of that, those are limitations imposed by our minds. But who you really are is unlimited and absolutely nothing has power over you. Absolutely nothing has power over you. Every time we think I'm not enough, I don't have enough time, whatever, all of these things, all of these. My eyesight's not as good as it used to be. Here, she doesn't approve of me. I don't deserve it. I'm scared of dying. I don't know what to do. All of these are spells that we're casting into our lives. And then, funny enough, how often do these things come true? How often do we actually end up not having enough simply because we said it? But so often, humans don't even realize their beautiful powers of manifestation. They really don't see that they're actually creating their lives. They think, oh, I knew it. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, you did. I pray, I hope humans hear me. Anyone that is hearing this, it's reverberating through my voice to your ears. Anyone in the vicinity of the person listening to this, hear me say this. Absolutely nothing has power over you simple as that. When you learn to use your words to create the life you want rather than create the life you don't want, everything changes. And it's a process. So I'm not coming to you from a place of complete perfection and having done it all and said it all. I'm coming to you from a place of being a work in progress on this journey of experiencing this universe through this human being. And it's so much fun. It doesn't have to be perfect. I don't have to get it right all the time. I am on the journey too. I am playing the game of life. And I am just so excited to have these clues along the way, have these things that help me have more fun and joy and love in my life. Because if I'm not having all those things, then what's the point? I can experience the whole spectrum of emotions, and I do, (sighs) and I do, and I love it all, the good, the bad, the ugly. Some will call this existential kink, and I fully embrace that. I'm here for all the feels. But at this point in my life, it's just so super cool, super cool to me that I can run this a little more. Okay, I digress a little bit. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, practicing. So Rhonda Burns, she has this teacher and she just calls her the teacher because she wanted to be anonymous. And I just think that's so interesting because Rhonda Burns has written at least five or six books that are have sold millions of copies and also the movies. She is the student. Someone else was her teacher. I'm just amazed by that, that this lady is so widespread and influential and she is just someone's student. So, yeah. Interesting. Okay, so. So these thoughts are limitations. And so her teacher says that we're practicing being small through constant limited thoughts. Practicing being small through constant limiting thoughts. If we were not practicing being a small limited person, we would see the truth of who we really are. So I ask you this question. What are you practicing today, right now? What are you practicing in your mind? And I think that this is so important to meditate, to meditate because 
as for me, it just allows me to relax my body and observe my mind. Some say that the point of meditation is to clear your mind of all thought. Others say that the point is to observe all your thoughts. And I think that it's both. And sometimes I will kind of give myself a prompt. Oh, no. Um, excuse me, people on the recording, my video just stopped. So like I was saying, I like to meditate so that I can both quiet my mind and observe my thoughts, but also give myself a prompt to think about. Because I believe that when I learn to join my my mind with the, the universal mind and have that, that awareness that's observing all of it, kind of be the glue in that it helps me create beautiful things in this life as an artist and a creator and that's <coughs> excuse me <coughs> this is real <coughs> live <coughs> recorded in one take people <laughs> okay okay real live recorded in one take because that's just how i do it right now at some point, maybe I'll do editing and such. But as for today, this is how you're going to get me. <laughs> so I want to go to this part. We're going to be closing up in a few minutes. But I want to share this part about a movie. So a movie character is playing a role. We know that an actor is playing a fictional character in the movie. But the character doesn't know that it's being played by an actor. And so I can relate that to ourselves because my awareness is, is like the movie screen that is holding both the actor and the story. So and the, the actor is my conscious mind. And the character being played is the person. So this is my perception of it all. And so I am both the, oh, and I'm also watching the movie that I'm in. <laughs> so I, I am the, the canvas that holds it all. And so I, I also can create it all. <sighs> and that's the imagination of it. Sometimes when I think about this stuff, it seems so complicated because it's so intricate and there's all these little parts. There's the observer and I'm the, the witness and I'm the avatar and I am kind of simultaneously existing in the past, the present and the future. And it's a lot, it's a lot. So I kind of am going off into the ether right now with this. So let me just bring it back to the simplicity of I am awareness. I am the infinite being. And although life is ever changing, the different iterations of me 
the different ages, the different states I've lived in, the different emotional states that I experienced. All of that is ever changing. But I have been present through it all. I am even present during the sleeping. And you know how I know this? One, because I have dreams that I can remember and recall. Even though I was asleep, I'm aware that I had dreams. Even when I have no dreams, I wake up and I'm like, oh, that was good. I feel refreshed. Who knows that I was refreshed? I know that ever-present awareness knows. And that is the truth of it all. And I just believe that when we can be freed from the ideal of being a suffering person or a crazy mind, whatever conceptions we have about our mind or body, being free of them opens up our world to anything and everything. So as much as we look outside of ourselves for answers through books and religions and gurus, I encourage you to look within yourself. And you might want some help from others, just like I'm getting help from Rhonda Byrne through this book. I get help from her, but I know that the answers are within me. And so that's kind of the point of this whole podcast is to share how her teachings resonate with me and my truth and how it just makes me feel like I can do anything. I can do anything that I think about and dream about because I say so. (laughs) Really, that's it. Just because I say so. Just like I can say I can't do it or I'm not good enough. I can say I can do it and I am good enough. And it's really just as simple as that. Remember that when you are really unlimited, nothing has power over you. Absolutely nothing has power over you. And also remember that everything other than awareness eventually ends or dies. But you do not. I do not. The great, eternal, infinite being, I, does not end or die. We are ever present. We were here before this human. We're here during this human. And we're here after this human. So that's all I got for y'all today. This is a super great chapter. And funny thing, chapter three is actually called The Reveal Continued. So there's more. There's more of this. And really the book just continues to repeat itself in different ways, which is subject. And it continues to give us the keys and the blueprint to freeing ourselves from our mental and physical limitations. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And as always, if you want to talk to me, discuss this more with me, I would love that. So you can find me on Instagram as ZGoddess with three E's. And I wonder if I ever changed that Instagram. I feel like I can't. I can't change it now. Actually, I'm just going to give you my website. AbstractLogicArt.com because that will never change. I might add new websites, but that will be ever-present. And I think that WordPress also has 
um, a blog option for podcasts. So I already have a blog and it's connected to my website. So I'll figure that out. But I'm just kind of thinking out loud. <laughs> so, so you got my contact info. If you want to support me on Patreon, the link will be in my bio. And also, if you like audiobooks or digital books, you can click on the link in my um, description for a script. And you can get two months free when you lose my link. And I will get one month free. So thank you in advance. And I will see you next week. Peace and blessings.